0: I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have Stephen Pino. He is the director, the head of RunFit. a race management organization, as well as um, helping out, uh, just trying to build community around running. He's also a former principal, retired at this point, and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you, I'm, and I'm, I'm very encouraged and excited that you have such a broadcast here in New Mexico, so I appreciate all that you do.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. I, I really, I'm really, i really having a lot of fun with him. I, I didn't know I'd make it this far, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> So my first question is, uh, what got you into running?
1: Well, you know, as uh gosh, that years ago, um, I was always involved in sports, a lot of team sports. I just grew up in sports. Running was just part of, part of the part of sports that you did because you had to. <laughs> it was almost a form of, form of punishment back then, right? It was like you had to run laps if you did something wrong or you, this, this or that, right? So it was never... It was never easy. It was never something you just wanted to do because it was it was something of enjoyment. So it later became um, just a personal motivator for myself. Um, it was just my time alone, my my own psychologist inside me. <laughs> so it gives me that time and freedom to to do the things that I've always ended up doing and being able to balance that balance, have a balanced life. So. I think it was, it's been very encouraging and motivator. I started when I was in early high school as actually running. It was my high school principal that came up to me one day and he says, "You know, Steve, you should, you should get into running And I was always competitive, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, I was just always that kind of person, but thought, hmm, running." So then that was like my trigger, right? Somebody, somebody of authority such as that person who I respected it was kind of like a switch. I still remember it was in the parking lot in my high school. I just, from that day forward, I started, you know, not as fast as you can, as slow as you must kind of attitude. But it got to me to a point where I was like, hmm, I didn't like it at first, but because it was just, it, it was what it was. And, uh, I just kept running. It's kind of that Forrest Gump mentality just kept going, right? And then uh, to this day, I still still do it, still love it. After forty some years, it's like the best thing. And I, I want to be able to communicate that to everybody else out there who thought they, they think they can't, or it's too late, or it's I can never do it attitude. I mean, that's the beauty of putting on these races. You see all shapes and sizes and People of all ages, and it's just inspiring for for the masses to see people coming out and building that community, like you're doing on your program, is is our motive, my motivator. That's, I mean, it's got an incredible, it's just incredible feeling to be a part of such a something like that in a community that seems to embrace embrace it. So,
0: I, th- I think that's that's amazing. That's so cool that you can just pinpoint that moment in high school of just someone coming up and saying, you should get into this and, yeah. and and where it's led you. Like it's, it's that power. You know, as I mentioned, you being a former principal, being in education, like it speaks to that power of that connection of, of teachers and students, which right. is just amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's just, it's just a, you know, it's, and then having, and then people in your lives that has, has, have affected you, affected, effectively affected you positively in your life that you just respect. And then you, you know, you, you pass it forward, you know, you, you pay it forward basically. And what you do is growing up, right. You have that ability to influence others and hopefully along the way you have motivated people to do the same kind of thing. And I always think of kids as the ambassadors to fitness, right. If you can kind of get the hook in the kids, they hopefully will get the hook into their family to get motivated to do these kinds of things. And that's kind of, kind of my avenue of getting not only kids, but adults fed and people just enjoying something that doesn't cost very much. You know, they got to take care of themselves, especially in times that we've, we've had recently. It's hopefully those people who have always been running, continue to run. And those people who have and had found something that they're able to do whether it's running biking walking any of that makes it possible to have a better life i believe
0: no i i think i think you're right on that and and i love that that comment about you know kids being the ambassadors into fitness because they really i mean you go on any elementary school playground and these kids are just i mean they're running, they're chasing, they're tagged, they're climbing bars, they're just going at it. And then, you know, at a certain point, they just, you know, they lose it. And it, it would be great if we could continue to just pour that energy into it. And like, no, this is a great lifestyle. You you need this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, in fact, one of my last in in the elementary, um, the last school that I was at, we started our day every day with a run in the morning. So we had the whole school running in the morning and walking, of course, for those that couldn't. And I mean, it was a sight that I still play it in my head every day because it was such a amazing experience to be part of a community that embraced it and, and the teachers and staff that also participated. And I mean, what a better way. I called it my 15 and fit, right? 15 minutes, just get out there, do something. And what a great way to start your day. And it was such a beautiful area to be able to do that. Um, and yeah, it was incredible. So, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully I can continue to do those kinds of things with, with RunFit and the things that we continue to do and strive to do for others.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I can, oh man, I can't even imagine a whole school out there. It just sounds it sounds awesome. It's, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it, really, it really was. It was, you know, it was 200 kids, but it worked, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it spoke to those kids that, you know, it spoke to those kids that needed something to jumpstart their brain, right? It was like an activator, like it was that something that was a calming effect. So when they got into the classroom, it just kind of settled them. And then they were ready to have their breakfast and get ready to learn no time no no instructional time lost it all fit in and everybody's happy
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely so let's i guess let's back up for a second you know I want to get into your teaching but we're kind of talking a little bit about the run fit so I would love if you would just kind of share basically what is the mission of run fit
1: so our mission is uh, was directly involved with fighting, combating um, childhood obesity. So that was my motivator from the get-go. So it was really getting kids actively involved in something that would then, in turn, get them motivated to get fit. So that, in turn, spoke to the idea of building community. So we kind of do those things hand-in-hand as well as mental health. So all three of those concepts of what our mission is is to combat Childhood obesity, um, and then build community through through fitness, and thus being running and or walking. So that's what it's been. That's what it's always been, and it kind of fits into every aspect of what we try to do, not only for RunFit, but for those that we help serve in other kinds of ways.
0: And that's a that's a great mission. I, I was reading you know, before we had the interview and reading on the, mm-hmm. the website and everything. And it's just, I mean, it's everything you want to, you want to see. Like we talked about, I mean, just the community surrounding running is amazing. And to get more people involved and to get kids involved and to get kids active. I just, it's, um, it speaks a lot to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's its great. You know, we're a nonprofit, so we, we, uh, we really try to, Give back all—all all that we do, we don't do with employees. We do with 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 volunteers, and so it's it's been like a family affair. My wife, my kids are all involved um, in every aspect, and uh, we do what we do because a lot because of them, <laughs> and a lot because of the volunteers and the great people that we have. And then in turn, we've just grown. I mean, doing this as long as I've been doing it, I've seen people. <laughs> I've seen kids growing up to adults, and I've seen adults continuing to run into their 80s, and it's it's powerful. It's just something of, I mean, it's just the beauty of doing what I do. And
0: um, I mean, I, I as a high school coach, you know, I get those kids for for four years, and you know, seeing that growth over four years is amazing. And but it's that connection afterward you know, for me. And so when you t- when you talk about that, that's, that's how I put it into my context of like, you know, those kids, once they graduate, that I'm still talking to, to who are like, Oh, yeah, I signed up for a race. And I'm, I'm running again, or I've got one girl who's, uh, and, and one of the boys too, I mean, they're, they're starting to move into ultra racing. And I'm just like, that's amazing. Like, awesome. You, you took this, you know, this little nugget of, of hopefully inspiration that I helped you with, and you turned it into something else and something that you made your own. And, you know, as a, as a race director, I can, that's gotta be a great feeling to see these people grow, like from kids when their parents are bringing them out to then kind of coming on their own as they, as they mature and get older.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, to, to have them continue doing that after, you know, high school is is incredible, or find it later after high school, right? As long as they can come back to it and understand the importance of why they started. Well, maybe why they started in the first place wasn't the best of motivators, right? So maybe after they realize that, hey, wait a second, I remember how I felt when I was doing what I was doing, and it was just me, right? This is all about it's my time, <laughs> you know. It's a it's kind of a team sport if you want it to be a team sport, but if you don't, that's the beauty of the long distance runner right they just got that it's like what do you think about well i don't think about much when i run i just run <laughs> and that's right the, that's the benefit of it
0: right and and every, everybody has a different experience some people yeah. just you know zone out some people use it as their time to you know plug in the headphones and listen to their podcasts or their music and yeah other people they you know they're going through everything in the day or their checklist of the things that they need to get done it's so unique to each Person, as far as you know, what what you're getting out of it, but it is it essentially boils down to just that that me time, you know, that time where you are just, you know, you don't have to focus on on anybody else,
1: right? And so RunFit, when we did start, we we started off small. We're still small as an organization. We're definitely small, but we've we've just added to our calendar. Um, we support a lot of other entities, other groups as well with, with our runs. And then um, we have our runs that support what we do in terms of within the schools and kids programs and youth programs that we try to get involved with. So that's, that's kind of where we are today.
0: That's, that's great. And I mean, I'll have a link up to the website and that has, you know, all most of this information and it has the race you guys do and everything as well um and it's a actually really easy to navigate website some of some of the race places aren't aren't quite as easy but this is it's lovely
1: (laughs) yeah i i try to make it so that it's it's like okay if you want to know about this race that's coming up this is where you can find it i try to update as much as i can you know it's a you know it's one of those things like anything right it takes a lot of nurturing and a lot of a lot of things coming at you from different ways that you just it's it's not easy but it's it's i enjoy i enjoy it immensely
0: well you know talking about that joy i mean you you have to love something to put the energy into it and you started this um it said 2006 was when you started right
1: right in fact i so when i first started in the in in the in the realm of actually running and running events um, I started years ago in 2000 in 2000 I started a running specialty store I had that for 10 years uh, ended up selling selling that but before I sold that four years prior to I thought about the idea of getting involved in the in in, in the schools and having an outlet for um, kids' programs, whether it's after-school programs, so on and so forth, that they could use our RunFit races as goals. So, for example, let's say if a school had, a, had a, um, an after-school running program and, and they have a, a volunteer or a teacher or whoever helps um, with that program, they want to get involved with a local race. We give them that opportunity by saying, "Okay, well, as long as you it's, it's they're actively participating, their their instruction, it's it's safe, you know, it's all those things that make it make it such that you could call it a running club." Then, um, then they're allowed to come to our races. You know, we set things up where they're treated like all the other participants. They get their T-shirt, they get their medal at the finish, and and there's no. It's everything's free to them for it, them to be able to participate, so that's kind of where our link is. So we provide the that avenue. We we I started with the idea of maybe actually getting so involved that we we're helping them within their running group, but you know I was still I was still in the schools. I was still doing this. I was still doing that, and I felt like well I don't want to stretch myself too thin. So then I thought well let's just give them a goal so they can just figure out goals and many schools have tapped into that. And, and it's, it's exciting to see. That's my, that's my funnest part about doing what I do is our kids K or seeing the kids out there being kids, right?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, I mean, being, being an elementary school teacher myself, I, I love that my school has had a, um, a running club before, uh, for a short time and, and have that connection is something like you talk about that goal. I mean, kids love the, love the goal, right? They love (laughs) working to that, to that next step. And so that's amazing. Um, and, and the kids, I mean, I haven't seen any kids in, in a program go in and run it, but I know like, uh, you guys did or do, um, I'm blanking out on the name, but the it's it's down at the museum. It was the, the T-Rex run. Yeah, it's our,
1: it's our ty- Tyrannosaurus run.
0: <laughs> that's it, <a> Tyrannosaurus.
1: <laughs> yeah, this year we we moved it from June to our September date. So we're we're uh, we're we're moving forward with that. We're excited about that. That's a uh, that's kind of one of those ones that's really exciting because I, I I'm hoping to see we had our first one two years ago. We didn't, of course, last year because of COVID, but this year we moved it to September so that we'd be able to have it. That one helped support, of course, the Natural History Museum Foundation. So um, that was exciting. It was a a nice day. It was fun to see kids. I remember I still had this vision of this kid coming down in uh, Old Town, and she's with her mom, and there was this puddle right like there's just just this one puddle and of course the child went all the way to that side of the road just to go in the puddle
0: <laughs> I, I well one of the reasons i mentioned it was because it, it was my i i took my kids to that one because they were i had, i was just looking up stuff i happened to see and they were like yeah we want to run this like <laughs> they were so yep. excited the shirts everything they were ju- they it was a little rainy that day but they yeah they had so much fun and they really just enjoyed the whole aspect of it, of, of being down there by the museum and, and having this dinosaur shirt and, and everything. Yeah. It was just, again, the, the atmosphere of it was, was great.
1: Yeah. It's got that nice. And then this year which which, which will be exciting is the participants will, will be able to get into the museum this year. So, um, so yeah, we're excited about that. We've got, like I say, we've got others coming up down the pike. We've got our Chunky Monkey this this Sunday um, and our Cherry Garcia two weeks later on August 1st. And, then, and then, then you'll find out we'll have our, at the end of August, we have a, a new run. It's our sunflower run. It's in the village of Los Ranchos. It's uh, finishes at the Casa Rodenia Winery. So that's our 21 and older <laughs> group. So I, I kind of planted it there because I felt like, you know, it's kind of toward the end of summer, school's just about either started, It's the time for parents to just kind of have their time to themselves, right? Like, okay, we're going to go do that. This is what we're going to do. And we just need two hours of that parent time, right? Or Adult time. So right. hopefully people can come out and enjoy themselves and get right. ready for our chips and salsa on September twelfth. So
0: Right. And well and now that and now that things are kind of you know opening up and, and being able to see these races come back, being able for, for like you said, parents able to actually get out and, and go enjoy yeah. something. I mean I guess how hard was this past year plus of just kind of not being able to put on your, your regular races. I know you were doing some virtual stuff, but I mean, what kind of challenges came with that?
1: Well, for us, it was, it was, it was difficult because, um, it was just a challenge, right? So when we stopped, um, it just was like put on the brakes, stop, right? We were the first to stop entirely and we were the last ones to get going. So that's just, it's, that's just the way it was. And and so, you know, as I felt, it it was a need that we had to embrace in terms of being able to get over it. So we got to the, so that we could get to a point where when we came back, we would, you know, make some changes on our own going forward. But, you know, I didn't really want to go with the idea that when we did come back, everybody would still be wearing masks and we'd only have a few people coming out. I thought when it's ready, it's ready. And and, and now I feel it's time because, you know, the health department has opened it up to be able to do these activities again. And I think for me, it was, uh, it was difficult and in a lot of ways, because we weren't able to share my passion with others, wasn't able to help build that community in terms of coming together and doing something together. So that was a struggle. Um, as far as RunFit itself, it was difficult because, you know, we just had to pivot. We had to do the things like virtual events to help support some of the local charities that, we, that we've that we been supporting in the past and trying to do what we can to help support them, whether it's for pancreatic cancer or um, the Barrett House, um, just a, a number of, of women-to-be programs. So we just had to do what we had to do and understand, understanding that at some point we're going to get past this. I just appreciate the people that continue to to make wise choices and do the things they need to do to um, stay safe and allow us to continue to stay open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Well, and I've, I've talked about it here before my um, own, you know, own like this races can be expensive. Yeah. Uh, and when you're not going to a race and you're doing something virtual, you know, for re for me, it really kind of changed what I was putting my money to. Instead of yeah. just kind of like, well, I'm I uh, this race is coming up, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in this or this is coming up, it really made me think about. Okay, well what is my money actually going to on this race? And all right, well I wanna support this cause. I wanna support that. And so that that speaks a lot to yeah, to the people who continue to do your races to help support the things that you that you yourself are supporting by doing this.
1: Yeah, I mean it's you know, if anybody's ever been in the business or if they had that experience of doing what we've been doing and continue to do. I mean, it, you're right. I mean, putting on an event isn't isn't inexpensive and it's ex- expensive, right? So it's harder and it's much more difficult to get those dollar sponsors that come out with cash. You know, that's been a challenge for years. You know, you never, it's rarely do you find those kinds of sponsors. When you do, it's much appreciated. A lot of times you get in-kind sponsorships, so it's always helpful for for programs like ours. But you're right. I mean, it's expensive. So what people don't know is what they don't know, right? Like like I'm paying 25, 30 bucks for, for for a run or even higher at points in time. But, you know, there's barricades, there's police, there's t-shirts, there's medals, there's volunteers, there's just a plethora of different things that money's being spent on in order to make this happen, right? So I tell people who come to me and they want to put on it for, for us to help or, put on at events to raise money for their charity or their cause, I said, well, just remember, you know, you're not going to make money on just the race itself because it's an expensive endeavor because you just have all these costs that come that come across, right? So, I mean, you got to really go after the sponsorships. You know, if you can go after the sponsorships and get some of those cash value sponsors, that's where you're going to make your money because you're not going to be making any money on the race just by itself. It's just a lot of work for what you might be able to accomplish at a car wash, right? <laughs> Sometimes that's the case, right? Because if you're going to commit yourself to an event, right, you can't just do one, a one shot opportunity. Like, I'm going to put on a run, and then you're going to think, well, was, I only got 100 people, right? Well, have you got 100? That's pretty good coming out of the gate, right? But if you're able to sustain that and do it three or four years, then you can decide whether or not you want to continue doing it. Because at that point, maybe hopefully you're at three or four hundred people. And then you can decide if you now you've got the sponsors to keep it, keep it motivated. And I think in what we do, it was never really the size that mattered. Um, although you wanted to make sure that you covered your costs, right. because what I like to do is have road races actually on the road where you're actually in the community rather than off necessarily off on a trail or doing something which is actually less costly for the event itself, but I always like to see people hope hopefully when these other people see them running, they get motivated to do them want to be able to do the same thing, right? So that's kinda of why we we're trying to go out there and be out there in the community. So we're not hiding in these little offshoots of, of the desert. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I I love being out in the middle of nowhere and just being able to go and, and anything that can happen in the foothills or, you know, yeah. the bluffs scare are always nice. But, you know, we, we were talking beforehand and, and the last race I was able to do, you know, before, before everything, you know, shut down yeah. was 2019, the Chunky Monkey. And, you know, going around the neighborhood down there was you know it was it was a little bit different for me but it was it was kind of cool because it you know you you come around you come down you're you're along some streets some you know you've you've, you've got some police you've got cones but there are there's traffic still you know and
1: yeah
0: and so yeah i mean to be able to see people you know occasionally honking at you to cheer you yeah. on as they're going i mean it's it was a cool experience it, it, i i can see what you mean about that like being being visible and getting that idea out there to other people, like, hey, you can, you can be out here too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, as you know, whether you turn on the TV or you're watching, uh, you know, the Boston Marathon and you're looking at the people that actually had to qualify to be there for the most part, right? right. Then, right. then you see the these people that maybe are 70, 80 years old, and you're like, wow, what an inspiration, right? Then you're seeing people that you're thinking, that that person isn't a runner, right? And then they're the ones running, right? They're the ones running and you're the ones sitting watching them run. And You are like <laughs> something's wrong with this picture. <laughs> if he can do it, I can do it, right? Hopefully. <laughs>
0: uh, absolutely. And, and it goes back, like you said, you know, hosting these events or going to these events, whether, whether you're hosting or whether you're there to, to race and looking around and seeing so many different types of people you know all different sizes all different shapes you know men and women and and kids and you know here in New Mexico you know it's it's nice because you know you you hear a lot of of now you know talking about representation and running and, and wanting to see people out there and you know growing up in New Mexico my whole life and going to these races it's like I mean I see it. I see people who, who look like me. I see, I yeah. see, you know, a lot of other Hispanics and Native Americans, mm-hmm. and and not just. I mean, it's it's pretty diverse, which is pretty amazing.
1: Well, that's it. that exactly right, and that's the whole thing, right? That's that's the coming together, doing something that you're both enjoying doing, and everybody doing it together, and that's that building community of like, these are the people in our community we can celebrate it and, and being able to do that under the, under the umbrella of, of something good for everyone, which is running and or walking, right? Like people, people can, can say, have a, a, that's a talking point, right? Like I'm a runner. Oh yeah, I did that run or I stopped running. And then it's like, well, I could start doing it again, you know, because they have people to help motivate them. Right. So I, you know, We've, like I say, we've been doing it for years. We continue to do it. We love doing it. It was hard during COVID to to, to pause for as long as we had to pause. And our first race back um, was our Red, White, and Blue run on the Fourth of July. And it's it. I, I look back at that that day, and I think back like it was almost like nothing happened, right? Like you, you <laughs> turned on the switch, and it was like we're back. And it was like it wasn't that we were off 16 or 17 months before that, and it's like, wow, life goes on, right? <laughs> like, people are motivated to be there. I didn't. I can't tell you how many people were so excited just to be back. You could just hear it and feel it in the energy in the air, and it was, it was pretty, pretty amazing experience to see the people you always saw. They're they're basically family to us, and you know, we were like. It was just a pleasant experience, and we were, we were just so excited to be back.
0: I love your energy as you talk about this. Like, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, you, you got to love what you're doing to put this much energy and everything into it. You know, because like you said, it's not easy. There's a lot of stuff, you know, we don't know, you know, coordinating, like we talked about, closing down streets if you have to, or, you know, mm-hmm. having to. Um, police in in certain spots to help with traffic and and all of that paying people you know supporting the community, but I can just tell that you absolutely love this
1: <laughs> yeah it's a uh, yeah yeah it's it's exciting it, it's a fun thing is to think of the theme of a race or a group that I, I had a group that just came to me and they're looking to put on a run and they're exciting. Their energy themselves are exciting. They they're called the Good Blokes Joggers and oh, yeah. groups, right? Right? And they're they're amazing. They're putting on their first running event, and we're helping them do that. It's they're the um, um, Berkey Blokes 5K. So <laughs> so look for it when when they come out, and they're uh they're they've got their amazing group doing a lot of what we try to do and try to, to try to help. Um, inspire them and, and take care of them and do the things that we need to do to help them achieve what they can do with that group and helping mental health health, health um, for everyone right so we look forward to doing an event like that and so we try to put theme races together whether it's our new mexico chips and salts half marathon or chunky monkey cherry garcia around that those those things of course developed um Years ago, we had a Ben and Jerry's, local Ben and Jerry's, and then um, we, we just embraced that whole concept of having ice cream at, at, at the events. And you're, you're thinking of health, and why are they having ice cream kind of thing? Well, I always believe that, you know, it's moderation, right? I, I'm never going to tell, tell people to stop eating ice cream or doing this, this, or that. That's, you know, that's a choice they have to make, whether they don't want it or if they want it. But if, if they do want it, Running and having a balanced lifestyle is, is a way is a way to do it. So, um, I, you know, I think ice cream is a nice motivator for some people to say, "Hey, I earned this, right?" right. <laughs> you know, just not too much of it. <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs> uh, you want to go back for a second. And you, you talked about the moment you, you got into running and, t- you know, that principal coming up to you and basically telling you should. How did you get into education, being a teacher, being a principal?
1: Well, my father uh, was my role model. So my father uh, was a headmaster, principal um, here locally. And then, you know, it's funny, you know, I don't know if you you – did this in high school but you had these the campbell aptitude test you know kind of what you might what you might want to uh kind of give you an idea what you could be in life if it that other people who took this like this little um indicator of what other people in in, with your kind of personality and so on and so forth aptitude where people leaned in lean to as far as their career right so, I remember taking that test and <clears throat> I'd like an exam and and my my the first thing that came up or popped up for me was i was, I was first going to be a priest, right that was the highest indicator for me was a priest and a teacher <laughs> so that but that's not what I wanted to do in real life right like that's right. Not what I wanted to right teacher possibly, but it was like a you know, the priest idea was just an outside idea, right? Like, I don't know if that's for me. So then I thought I would outsmart this test the second time I would take it, right? Like a year later, because I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. So <laughs> so uh, that test was a little too smart for me because it came up the same thing, even though if I tried to play with it. So, so long story short, I think I was just born to be what I ended up doing which is a teacher which I loved and being a principal which I immensely was rewarding in so many ways and and then and then I remember being on a run one day and you know um someone says oh you should uh, oh my wife she said you know you should you should try it like starting a running specialty store he says well you know it's just too hard it's you know it's just too hard and I don't know if I want to do it. And then lo and behold, uh, I said, well, let me do it. And if I hit an obstacle, so, so large that I can't get over it, then I'll stop trying to do that. Well, you know, that lasted 10 years from, that was a, that was a challenge. It was, it was exciting. It was, I learned a lot. Um, Love, loved that part too. And then, um, but I always, kids was my, kids and was my motivator. So I thought, well, I wanted to give the gift of running to the kids. And that's how RunFit started. So it's kind of like that full circle. And now that I, you know, passed my education, I still feel like I'm in education because I'm hopefully teaching people that, you know, continue to have a good, healthy lifestyle or get motivated and do the things that are good for you. I think we're always, which is good for everybody else. I think we're really good at Self care sometimes, but not the care of the community, right? So hopefully, by doing the things you do, you you're a better person out there.
0: Right. <laughs> well, I think you know you, you definitely still sound like an educator. You still sound like you're <laughs> out there helping out, which is which is great. And I you know you talked about the the running specialty shop and it and it being difficult. I mean, you mentioned you 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 got a wife, you've had kids. How did you manage your time to kind of do all of those things? Because it 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 can be tough to you know. I mean, being a teacher, being a principal is is a lot of work. A lot of work sometimes after <laughs> hours, and, and then adding on these things and making sure that you're there for for your family.
1: Well, you know, I. That was the thing that that you know is you know I, it's kind of like I don't know I, when you set your mind to doing something and you you have something such as running an outlet to be able to do those kinds of things and to have that balanced life you can only do that when you have a family that's supportive of what you do as long as when you do it you're being inclusive you know with your family so that they're part of the project part of it so as much as they want to, and that they enjoy doing what they do. So I think that was the only way I was able to do what I was able to do, just because it wasn't just about me, it was about, it was a team, it was a team part, right? Like, the staff that I had at school were phenomenal. Um, And so, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, (laughs) you know, in many ways, you just kind of feel like you're You know, you're a servant, that kind of servant leadership kind of idea where you try to build capacity within what you try to do so that they they take control of, you know, things that they're able to control and you're there to cheer them on and support them and whatever they are able to do. And then if you have kids as your focus, I always felt like if you have kids as your focus and every decision you make or the kids is because it's best for kids, then it's usually good for everybody. Um, and sometimes some people don't like to hear it that way because, but it's always like, they're your customer, right? So I think, I think it's, I chose those things in my life that really were deep and personal for me. And I try to share that with everybody else, but it was a challenge. I definitely would never say it's easy. Um, I just did it for such a long time that I somehow I was able to, to, to make it happen. And I think I did, I think, I think I've done a pretty good job. Not patting myself on the back, but just done a done good enough job where I where myself I'm proud of what I've been able to do, knowing that I had a lot of help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean the way you talked about about all of that and, and your your staff and everything hey, it makes me wish you were my principal to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i think we would have worked well together because uh, we uh you know it's just you you find that spark in people that you know that when you, you you just you know you find somebody you find somebody that you know is good for kid that kids would just like be inspired by right you know and that you know kids are resilient you know it's this whole thing with um with COVID and, and schools and you know, kids are resilient. They're gonna bounce back. They're gonna be bounce, bouncing back stronger than, than we ever would have before just because of they I think they got us hopefully have a strong community and people around them to support them. But you know, I think everything after all is said and done, we're gonna be we're all gonna be okay. <laughs> and life's gonna go on and we're gonna be able to do the things we're going to do. Whether it's seeing the Albuquerque balloon fiesta come back, which works I'm excited about. Um, and then our running events, uh, I think all of that just, as we go into fall later, you know, fall for me and running is like, it's like synonymous, right? Like every runner loves fall. (laughs) They always like summer because it's the winter and you're thinking summer and then we get to summer. It's like, I don't like it that much or that (laughs) hot, but, but but you want to get there, right?
0: Absolutely. And, and it's, oh, I mean. Not only to be able to be in races and, and run, but, you know, the whole fall season marathon schedule to be able to watch some of these amazing athletes, you know, do all the, I mean, Boston's going to be in the fall and Chicago yeah. and New York and, and Berlin. I mean, it's it's going to be great for those people that love watching running too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and there, there there, are people like that. <laughs> you know, and I say that because I, I do it all the time. And I'm like, you know, to have to have such a sport that is so personal and, and just so much work as we all know it is, whether you're a, a, a weekend warrior out there doing just your weekend runs or jogs or walks, and you're thinking people that just devote their life as a, as a profession to, to running is just amazes me you know it's just like and then they springboard into something else that they put all their energy toward and hopefully it's all positive and somehow giving back but you know um yeah running is just a way of life and i think that's how you treat running right like when i started running let me go back to what got me into running like that got me into running what kept me in running was what it what i what it what it felt like to be able to run to set those goals to whether it's whether it's a marathon or or just uh, going out for a run. Those days where you thought, gosh, I think I'm just going to only do five miles, right? And then you end up doing longer because it wasn't what you thought it was the first mile, right? Like you wanted to turn back home the, after the first mile, but then you kept going and it was like, wow, that that was just an amazing run. So I, I tell people just get past... Yeah, you know, if you could do it 20 minutes a day, don't do it by mileage, do it by time. Because if you do it by mileage, you set yourself up because if you go, if you think you're going to go out and you can start a running program, you go out and you do three miles because three seems to be that number where you're a runner right. um, and, or, and and where you feel like you're a runner. But then you go to the three miles and then you're just, you're spent, right? And you're like, the next day is like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do this. So as slow as you can, as as fast as you can, as slow as you must, right? You just build up to it like anything else, right? Even for the people who are runners who who had to take off because of maybe an injury or an illness and they have to get back into it, it's just the same kind of effect, right? They, you just have to start slow to go fast, right?
0: Right. And it's, it's. Oh man, you you mentioned that like okay, if I do 3 miles I'm I'm a runner or if I can do this or if I can run this time I I'm a runner and it's it's so crazy to me how how bad people are how hard they are on themselves cuz oh, they sure. don't necessarily feel like they're a runner. They may be going to your races every weekend. Yeah. But they don't feel like they're a runner because they're not running a certain time, or they're not up in the top, or they're not, you know, whatever it is, and it's just, I wish I could just, if you're out there, and you're putting one foot in the front, in front of the other, I don't care how slow you are, you can call it jogging, if you want, but you're a runner.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, I mean, that's the thing, right, I mean, we we see all speeds, right, at the race, right, you have those, those elite runners that come out, and you do the race, you know, they're done, you know, in a time that, no one no one may feel like they'd be able to do which they probably couldn't because there's they're in a class by themselves right people are different but then you have those people that that are there they're there every weekend or maybe it's their first go at it those are the people that just thrill me to death because it's like it's just so exciting when their family's there to see them come through the finish and they tell you the story you know I, I know a lot of people in town, some, some of them are the people that are the movers and shakers in the city who started running and some of them have done some running events. And I remember them when, and then they, as they grew up, you had to look at them again because you realize, wait, is that the same person? Because now they're either 30 pounds lighter or, you know, they're just a running machine or they're continuing to, to, to to, to live the life of a runner. <laughs> and, and that runner could be all, you know, that's the thing, right? You're a runner, you No, know, and no matter what speed that is, you're, you're, you're someone who is uh, deserves that title. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
0: Right. Right. I, I think, um, oh, I, I don't remember who it was. I, I feel like it might've been um, Mab Kupflesky who who said something along the lines of you know I, I'm in honor of, of those people who are out there running a marathon in in four or five hours because the amount of and to be running and exerting for that long is something he can't even fathom because of, of how you know quickly he's getting it done
1: well, for sure right you're exactly right I mean I see people who who are out there doing our events and they're they're out there right and they may they may not be the fastest and they may be at toward the end of the group. But they're, they continue, they continue on, you know, and it's just, it's just so thrilling to see, but you know, we pride ourselves on, we wait for everybody to finish. Um, And I believe in that because, you know, it's, this is, we're doing this for you, right? Like, yeah, you paid to to be able to do this, for us to be able to do this, because we wouldn't be able to do that without that, right? That's just the reality of, of things, um, if things were different, then I still think I would be—I'd be doing what I do. Don't do it for the money, definitely, but do it for what—the the joy of being able to see, have those opportunities to see people um, achieve their goals, and then hopefully they come back and back and back, and you still see them. I still touch bases with some of our older um, runners who who've been running with us during COVID—I mean before COVID—and checking in on them to seeing if how they're doing and hopefully that we see them coming back because I'm hoping that they will come back and hopefully we didn't miss that opportunity where they, they've decided that they turned their running shoes in, (laughs) you know, so hopefully the people that have done it, enjoy it and want enough to come back. And those that haven't had that experience to, to come out and then whether to walk and run and, or jog, it's just, yeah, it'd be amazing for those people to see that, they all fit in.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I, I think that's a great message. It's it, it really is. I mean running is such a universal universal sport. I mean any anybody can really do it. You know, no, we're all gonna be at different abilities and different paces, but it's still out there pushing yourself and if you're working as hard as you can, any, any other runner can, can relate to that. Even if, if you're going slower, it's going to, you know what that feels like on the body. You know what that feels like when you're, when your legs are burning and your lungs are burning and all of that. It's, it's chafing, whatever it's universal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great way to, to, um, to set those goals so that you have something that that is personal for you it's not for anybody else the time is just a time right it's not it's not going to it's not nobody's you you're not going to suffer by comparison to others unless you see that time as a hopefully a motivator for you maybe to go faster maybe that's your motivation and then maybe next weekend you you're now you 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 got a little faster time than you did the time before and your goal might be Whether it's a marathon or a half marathon, they're all, they're all, they're all, um, how can I say, they're all goals that are um, personal to you, right? So no one distance is going to be the be all end all for someone. You know, someone's always going to, whether it's a marathon or a ultra marathon, right? Like, it has to speak to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, since you're running these races and you guys don't necessarily have them every weekend, but they're pretty often, do you ever get a chance to race?
1: (laughs) You know, know, people always ask me if I get to run the runs. You know, know, because of the volunteers I have and and the way we do things, I think that actually I probably could actually run the race and come back and finish timing the event, (laughs) but I've never had... I've never gone that far of doing it that way <laughs> because I feel like I'm the respon- i have to be responsible, which I am responsible, but i right. I feel like I just i have to be there for the team, so I'm not out there having fun right <laughs> <laughs> and as long as I don't feel like I have to run that fast to get back, <laughs> I think that's really my excuse that oh wait, that makes I have to go faster to get back sooner, and then I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i wish i could i i could i really could but i think i feel like you know it's kind of like um you know you don't you want to play but you fun is being able to do what what i already doing which is helping put on put on the vent so um yeah so we try to make it safe we do all we try to do all the things that we can do to make it a safe place for everybody um we try to um give people an experience that is um, um, pleasant and fun and they feel like they can come and know that they're taken care of and knowing that what they came for is what they expected. Hopefully, um, you know, you don't always reach everybody the, the way that they may want you to reach them, but we really put out a lot of effort to try to make that happen. So we try to wow you every race we can um, and hopefully we try to do that with a smile.
0: <laughs> well, I, just from my own experience, you know, the the couple of races I've done from Runfit have been—I I couldn't ask for anything better. They were—they were stellar from Thank you. from the start to the end. After, I mean, it, it was just—it was a wonderful experience for me and my family.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad you say family because that's that that's inspiring to know that you have your family involved in, in things like that, which is what it should be, right? Or right. right. <laughs> what well, it can be. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and and so on that note of family, you talked you know, again, you've talked about your wife, your kids, did, and you said your kids can help out. Did they get into running as well?
1: Yeah. So um, no, no, not on the level of joining a team or running, you know, cross country team or something like that. But I think that's the inspiring part of my kids and what I was able to, and my wife was able to do. We both run, we do it, we do it a lot. Um, but we just do it by example, right? So we don't, we've never pressure our kids to run. Um, I remember my, my sons, when we would put the race together and we're doing all they can for the event, my sons would come over, hey, can we do the 5K? And yeah, they're like, great. <laughs> so they would go run and it was like, so it's so exciting to see them do that without any pressure to do it they just decided to do it and then they they played a lot of soccer they they now run for for them they just run to run and to me that's the most exciting part of being able to transfer that to to what they do my you know my one son is in the medical field and I think truly that's his way of whether it's riding a bike or running is his way of coping with not only this past year, but just doing what he has to do on a day in and day out basis. And then my other son going through college, I think that's his other way of, you know, getting that, that stress release. Um, so that those are hopefully done by example, and they just see the positive things that have shaped my wife and, my lives.
0: (laughs) I I think that's great. You know, it can be hard for a parent to try to push the things that, that they love onto their kids. I've been guilty of it. (laughs) I think most, most parents in some way or another have been a little, you know, guilty of that, but that's amazing that they've been able to, you know, find their, their love for it and their, How it helps them on their own.
1: Yeah, and you know, I also I also go on the point of you know I think you have to introduce kids to the possibilities, right? It's not always easy. It's something that maybe you see as a motivator and helps them get motivated. I mean, I still think of myself, you know, looking back when uh, piano lessons, right? Some somewhere along the ways, a lot of people had opportunities to play an instrument, and I had that opportunity, and I remember piano and. I remember playing the piano and the instructor was there and I could look outside. I could see all my friends playing outside, right? And so I decided later that piano wasn't really for me because I'd rather be playing outside. And as an adult, I kind of wish that my parents were a little bit more mm, about piano, right? And I never, so not blaming them. and it's just that I wish that would happen because I would have loved to be able to still play piano. <laughs> and I think I needed somebody to kick me in the pants to say, hey, you got to do, you got (laughs) to practice. So so there's something to be said about, you know, introducing it, you know, being that role model, you know, but, you know, sometimes kids need that too.
0: You're right. (laughs) And that speaks back to your education background as well. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I, uh, this has been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really excited that racing is back. I'm really excited that you guys are able to put on events again. I look forward to, um, signing up or, I mean, more than likely I'll, I'll probably sign my kids up again for the, the Tyrannosaurus cause they had a yeah. us the last time and being able to go into the museum afterwards sounds amazing. Uh, but I mean, you've got so many other events I mean, I gotta look again, but i i'm i mean I mean I'm just excited that we're back and and we can do this this safely so thanks for sharing all of this with with us
1: well I, I appreciate it I appreciate everybody that puts in the work that we do in terms of other running events and other people that do what we do and I also understand how difficult it is, but I think we all come from the framework of you know, hopefully it's it's one of those that we help build community and, and make Albuquerque and New Mexico that place that, you know, people want to be because we do what we do and we do it pretty well.
0: I love that. And I love the the continued talk and, and your mission and everything you've said going back to that community. It just, to me, is just, it, it is what it's all about. And I love that. So, I mean, I, I love that that's, that's the big push. <laughs> yeah.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. I really, really enjoyed it. So I look forward to seeing you and and everybody else on your, on your program to, to coming out and yeah.
0: Absolutely. I got one last question for you. Sure. Just the last question to ask everybody. And that's, uh, you know, what are you listening to, to get you up and motivated out for your run or out there early to set up for a race?
1: (laughs) You mean like in terms of like music or something? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, you know, I'm like a – it's kind of like Christmas every morning when you get up and you're excited about doing something you love doing and want to look forward to doing. That's kind of how races are <laughs> for me. You know, it's like, oh, it's the morning of the race, so I can't sleep that well <laughs> before the for that. So so I don't know if I really have time to listen to something. Um, I, I try to listen – on that note i try to listen to podcasts whether it's your podcast or or someone else's where they're inspiring and they enjoy doing what we do and and they're it's not about them it's about how we can contribute back to the community and 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 affecting other people's lives in a positive way so that's really kind of how i think of things in my mind that's how i process everything is is this good for them? Is it, is it a good thing to be doing? Is it, is the cause good enough to be involved with in order to support such a cause and where do they need help? And um, so that's kind of where, so anybody out there who's looking to put on an event and needs some help or needs, needs um, a little, some, some extra support, I'm always there to listen and hopefully maybe able to help you out.
0: I, I love it. And it's a, I mean, all of that answer is just amazing, and again, I, I love your your passion for it. It's kind of cool to <laughs> just hear you talk about being excited and not being able to sleep for the race. And you're not even the one racing, you know, instead of like.
1: That's oh, true. I didn't think about it that way.
0: there <laughs> <laughs> and, and do, you know, do I, do I have all this? And do I, and instead of being nervous, it sounds like that excitement. It, it, that's just, that's cool to hear. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to
1: get to a point where you are excited about it. It's like, it, it is actually a lot of fun. It's like I say, you know, when everything's clicking, everything's going well. And even those times when it's not going as well, because you know, you find out that you have to detour your race to another section of the street, or something. Something you have to adapt to. But it's amazing the team that we have, and be able to the people that think that forward thinking of processing and being able to think on their feet. Uh, yeah, it's fun to be around people that 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 can adapt, and it's fun knowing that the customer, which is all the athletes and runners that come out. Their understanding, right? It's like they know you're doing the best you can under the circumstances. What are the circumstances, and so it's like when we had, sorry, it's like two years ago, the snow that fell you know, on Thanksgiving morning, right. and we had to. It was a we had I had race directors on the line. We we're all thinking, what's the best thing to do? And so we came up with a plan as a team, which was just phenomenal. How we were able to work together, um, even though we were different parts of the city or even different cities uh, here locally, to be able to come up with a a plan that we felt like, gosh, if we're doing this, we can do it together. And if we're going to cancel, we cancel. And we just know people will understand because, and lo and behold, when we woke up with 10 10 inches of snow, right, it was like, I think it was a good call. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have enough sledge to. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity, and I look forward to seeing you on at, at at the races.
0: Absolutely, and I I look forward, like I said, to seeing you whether it's the the Tyrannosaurus or if I'm able to make it out to a another one or, or we hook up for you know something with my cross country ty- team. Yeah,
1: they'd be great. It,
0: it was it was wonderful this was a great conversation. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go?
1: No, uh just uh gosh, I hope I hope everybody well and, and that they yeah, keep running or start running or start walking and then running or just find something to do that you're excited about doing whether it's biking just stay motivated, do something for you and then hopefully you pass it on to others.
0: I'd once again like to thank my guests for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at running New Mexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.